Thank you. Right. Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Stab 2? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. No. Two in the box! Ready to go! We be fast and they be slow! Wow! General? Would you care to step outside? Superman! A second Super Saiyan? Second in order, perhaps, but by no means in stature. Your fight is with me now. And when I kill you, I will have killed the last Jedi. Oh, please. Please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. All right. Thank you all for tuning in. This is Chris, your host here at Inside the Sequels podcast. Um, we're just high off of watching our latest sequel movie, which I have a fantastic guest to uh, tackle this very difficult film with. I'm here with one of my favorite YouTubers and dear friend, uh, Nathan Jones. Nathan, say hi. Well, hey, everyone. I'm ready for Shrek 2, and I'm ready to talk about Shrek and Donkey and return to far, far away land. That's right. The cat is out of the bag. We are talking about Shrek 2 from DreamWorks Pictures. They sought the help of a fairy godmother, who had them lock the young princess away in a tower, there to await the kiss of the handsome Prince Charming. It was he who would chance the perilous journey through blistering cold and scorching desert, traveling for many days and nights, risking life and limbs to reach the dragon's keep. For he was the bravest and most handsome in all the land. And it was destiny that his kiss would break the dreaded curse. He alone would climb to the highest room of the tallest tower to enter the princess's chambers, cross the room to her sleeping silhouette, Pull back the gossamer curtains to find her. <gasps> what? Princess Fiona? No! Oh, thank heavens. <laughs> Where is she? She's on her honeymoon. Honeymoon? With whom? The animated studio that hit, made the hit sequel in 2004, starring Michael Myers, not the horror icon, the ma international man of the mystery. The man behind the mask. That's right. And, uh... Cameron Diaz, Eddie Murphy, Antonio Banderas. This this is a star-studded, casted. I haven't. Can you think of a sequel that has this? This is like pre-Marvel, where it has just like so many celebrities inside of it. It has John Cleese as well, and Rupert Everett, and uh, J Jennifer Sanders as well. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I honestly can't think of anyone besides you know something like Marvel that could do something like this, and you know, gather. The talents, the voice talents uh, of such acclaimed guests and, and actresses and actresses. This was, actors. this is impressive for its time. 2004, we got, well, it was about two years prior. Uh, two years prior, we had the original Shrek, which was basically uh, a satire of Disney fairy tale movies of old. Um, it's about an ogre named Shrek um, who goes on a quest um, to rescue a princess, and that princess has a secret where she. Um, you know, needs to find her true love's kiss else she turns into an ogre too. How fitting. Anyway, she falls in love with Shrek. And spoilers. Very much spoilers. Uh, but just in case you haven't <laughs> seen Shrek, that is basically the premise of Shrek. And in Shrek 2, the sequel, um, 
Shrek and Fiona are married and on their honeymoon, and I'm not married. I don't think you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I guess it's time can't to meet really the parents, re- right? Yeah, it's meet the parents, uh, you know, and uh, meet maybe some people who who maybe it might act like Robert De Niro in, in this particular film, like you know, with the you know the king, especially. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I got some meet the pa- you know you said meet the parents, but I got some. Uh, Coming to dinner vibes. Guess who's coming to dinner? So Shrek Two is a movie that tackle, tackles um, the current time cultural identity of of, uh, of an ogre <laughs> and like what it means to be in a human's world. Uh, it, it tackles consumerism, um, racism. Um, what else does it tackle? It, it's a deep film. It's uh, you know honestly with us rewatching it, we kept kept uh, <laughs> kept kept seeing a lot of. Uh, Things that might not be okay for today's standards. 100%. Uh, and um, here's the thing, though. This was 2004, right? So right. this is the height of American Idol in our in our country. This is the height of, you know, Ricky Martin and the likes of, of you know, people like that. And, you know, it was, a, it was a simpler time just from the fact that we didn't, we were so naive. And, um, but, you know, we were also able to make fun of something so beloved like Disney. And this... This film has a lot more to offer than uh, you normally would think something like uh, a sequel to Shrek would be. 100%. I think this film is underrated as a sequel. I actually genuinely love this movie. I prefer it more than the original. I had it on DVD, if you remember back then. Oh, yeah. It had a white case. Do you remember those white cases? I had the white case. It was like one of the eyesores, but I couldn't You know, I couldn't be too mad because right. it's Shrek 2. Right. It was better than the black cases. Do you remember those black cases on DVD? Ugh. Oof. With the uh, little security tabs on the side. Oh, the security. Well, luckily Shrek never had the security tabs because DreamWorks, um, much like Disney, were like kind of our boutique label from the when we were younger. Very much. So. DreamWorks is kind of like the bad boy. It's like Criterion is Disney and Arrow is DreamWorks. Arrow was putting out all the stuff that was like making fun of the things you kind of forget, and uh, yeah, that's just how I like to think about it. But Shrek. Is definitely DreamWorks' attempt to say, "Hey, are you tired of the the goody two shoe Disney films? Well, let's give you something that makes fun of that, while also something good and new." Um, which you get with Shrek Two. Uh, Shrek Two has a plethora of film references. My God, I don't know if those are legal or not when they did them, but we tried to do a calculation of how many how many. Um, companies they have to and, and properties that they have to pay out for for right. the amount of. Uh, People they re- are out of out of amount of movies that they referenced, and I, you know, <laughs> we just kept you know like saying like we kept looking at each other like is this legal? Is this gonna, is this actually okay? Like, is it possible for you know a film a film like Shrek Two, which has a you know a prowess to it because it's a second Shrek film, That's right? Um, does it have the ability to do something like this? Right. Well, Shrek follows the the same way most sequels do. It's bigger. It's better. It's badder. Um, in most cases with sequels. DreamWorks, if you don't remember, they were the studio that did Prince of Egypt. A lot of those biblical animated films that are actually pretty sweet. Kind of a, you know, a Dove film like, <laughs> company beforehand. There's, there's no Dove logo here, boy. Um, but you know what? Let's just get into Shrek 2 for a second. Well, first of all, Nathan, what's your experience with uh, Shrek in your life? Was Shrek growing up with you? Was Shrek love? He was there with me um, alongside um, his co-host, um, Austin Powers, hmm. and um, a lot of other... Mike Myers, like, you know, just films like Wayne's World and whatnot. I mean, I grew up with a lot of 
these these films and Shrek 2 definitely was one of them that like I remembered quite a bit cuz you know we when we were talking about it as we were watching it and you know I kept saying near the end of the films like oh, I can't wait for this American Idol bit <laughs> and like that's a part of the interactive menu on the DVD right. and then I'm like you're right I have forgot about that I almost wish I bought this movie on DVD instead of the Blu-ray because the DVD had so much more to offer I can't believe I'm saying that on air um but Nathan you're a YouTuber you yeah. own this film that's how we watched it how come you've never done a Nathan Jones review on Shrek 2. Mainly because I've been, you know, kind of getting away from reviews. <laughs> and honestly, I just don't feel like I'm as intelligent enough to talk about something like this. Right, of course. So what, what kind of films have you dumbed down discussions on? Well, you know, you get like What do you the, do on your channel? There's like the, the films that you would normally talk about that are on the, on the caliber of Shrek 2. So you see something like Andre Rubula from Andre Tarkovsky or... Maybe something. Uh, I mean, you've been on the channel before. We've talked about Ingmar Bergman, which you know is very, very akin to a lot of the things that Shrek Two would allude to mm-hmm. eventually. And um, you know, that's that's what this film d- likes to borrow from is a lot of films from the past, from our past. You know, there's there's some good references to a lot of deep cuts. Yeah, that's why I love Shrek Two. I feel like if you're a film fan, you can't just be watching you know the serious stuff you gotta have some fun you know you gotta have watched like oh a movie that's like calling back to things you've tackled and experienced and explored and showing appreciation for it so when those movie references show up in track two i can't help but think ah, i've seen that movie this movie acknowledge that i feel good about myself thank you shrek thanks shrek <laughs> well let's this let's get into shrek two um I couldn't think of anyone more experienced and more heart seasoned than Nathan Jones of the Nathan Jones channel on YouTube um, to help me tackle this sequel. Um, Nathan, you know, what do you think about sequels? I mean, your YouTube channel is great and you show a lot of boutique labels. Um, I haven't really peeked any sequels in there. What do you think about sequels? I, I like sequels and I think um, they're definitely underutilized. I think, I mean, to get in a little bit more serious note, I, I think. That sequels are definitely looked upon as not as good as the original, for the most part, for a lot of films. Now, there's obviously those exceptions, like you would see something like, I guess, Empire Strikes Back with Star Wars, or you would even see something like uh, the Indiana Jones series. Where, well, I guess Temple of Doom is definitely not one of the better ones, but... I mean, you would you would see something along those lines of where you'd see a sequel, like, well, this actually might be on par, or if not better... I guess Godfather would be one mm-hmm. that a lot of people say. Um, but yeah, no, there's... Um, I guess Shrek would be in that conversation <laughs> <laughs> with like like films that are just as good as like, if not a little bit better than the original. Or it just continues. Yeah, I'm glad you talked about that because like in this channel, what we talk about are the sequels that don't get talked about often when we talk about sequels, you know? So, like, The Godfathers, The Empire Strikes Back, The Indiana Jones, basically Spielberg films. Um, Spielberg, Lucas, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just the blockbusters. I don't feel the need to talk about them because they have been talked about by better people and smarter people, and I don't feel like I'm able to accept, like, to talk about those things, but I feel like I am qualified to talk about Shrek 2. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Shrek 2 is, is, is one of the finest films that a lot of people don't just have. They forgot about. You know, a lot of people have forgot about 2004, and we're here to remind everyone that 2004 was definitely a relevant year, and Shrek was a part of that. Who won Best Picture in 2004? Million Dollar Baby? No, that was a, that's a film that came out later. It's oh. a good question for Google. 
I think 2004 had quite a bit of films. It was Crash, wasn't it? I'm pretty... Oh, no. I think 2004 uh, also had Troy, if you remember, um, (laughs) which is one of my favorite films. Well, technically, wasn't it like Lord of the Rings, but because... It it was Lord of the Rings, but they won because it was the year before, because 2003 is when... It was Million Dollar Baby. I Googled it. Damn. I do know Phil. Maybe I'm qualified. You said Slumdog Millionaire. No. <laughs> We've been drinking some wine. We've been drinking, watching some Shrek. The cat is out of the bag again. Shoot. Um, so that's why I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, anyway, Nathan, let's talk about Shrek 2. So Shrek 2 starts immediately after the first one. Shrek and Fiona are married. They're ogres. They're having their honeymoon. honeymoon and uh, it starts off any other way where somebody's reading a book and it's Prince Charming. Yeah, and Prince Charming actually, um, by the way, how many miles away is Prince Charming? Thousands right now? of miles. Um, so, th- see, there's a discrepancy that I pointed out in this film that <laughs> pretty early on that I thought was a pretty jarring thing to, to, to look at, and um, it was the the wolf from the Three Pigs story who was in bed when Prince Charming, you know, kind of read the things that Shrek went through, the trials and tribulations that he did in the first film. Never forget to, to get to Princess Fiona. And then he did the whole thing, and then he got there, and then there was the big bad wolf there, dressed in grandma's clothing, mm-hmm. and, you know, reading, which something we completely forgot about, Pork Illustrated, <laughs> which is something that we totally missed as we were younger. Um, What's yeah. Pork Illustrated, Dad? Um, it's a sizzling magazine. <laughs> and so, anyway, um, you know... Cut to what Chris had already mentioned when we were in the swamp. Like, this is thousands of miles away. And, you know, they have to come back, um, you know, to, I guess, what's, what's the Hollywood place called? Far, far away. Far, far away. They have to go to far, far away and meet the parents. And meet the parents. So, <laughs> you still think this was a good idea? Of course. Look, Mom and Dad look happy to see us. Who on earth are they? I think that's our little girl. That's not little, that's a really big problem. Wasn't she supposed to kiss Prince Charming and break the spell? Well, he's no Prince Charming, but they do look... Happy now? We came, we saw them. (laughs) Now let's go before they light the torches. (laughs) They're my parents. Hello, they locked you in a tower. Hey, that was for my own... Good! Now here's our chance. Let's go back inside and pretend we're not home. Harold, we have to be... Quick, while they're not looking, we can make a run for it. Shrek, stop it! Everything's gonna be... A disaster! There is no way you can do this. But I really, really, really don't want to be... And then... But you're missing the best part during their honeymoon. The amount of movie references that were in it. Well, I'm not there yet. Because before, before they get to that... Or, no, I guess there's. Yeah. I guess there's. They that. they were they were at Hansel and Gretel's luxury suite or whatever, and the first movie reference that happens is from Here to Eternity, where Fiona and Shrek are on the the water shores oh, making out, <laughs> and then the wave washes Fiona away, and the Little Mermaid from Disney, Disney. Well, we, we can't say that word. Yeah, it's we're gonna, gonna be cursed. We're gonna get canceled. That's right. But Little Mermaid is there kissing Shrek, and Fiona doesn't like it. And there's your first movie reference in the honeymoon. The second one, Lord of the Rings, with uh, giving their their wedding bands out. Oh, the freaking montage. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Okay. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. And you, yeah. And then they had a kiss in the rain with the, the mud. Fucking Spider Man. The Spider Man <laughs> upside down kiss reference. You can curse on this, right? Yeah, of okay. course. Please. 
Uh, this movie is chock full of movie references. But yeah, they eventually get their invitation to go to Far, Far Away, which is basically Hollywood, right? Right, right. So when they pull into Far, Far Away, which well, does before take they a, get there. Boy, does it take a while. Well, it takes a while, but the reason I was kind of getting in this discrepancy is the Big Bad Wolf, who was from earlier in, in the dungeon where uh, Princess Fiona was originally at... You know, they, they, left, they left the house to Gingy and the three blind mice and <laughs> Pinocchio. And then, oh, oh, oh yeah, who else? The big, <laughs> the big bad wolf. How in the hell did that big bad wolf get there before? For, yeah, because it later is revealed. And then also, why didn't the big bad wolf, you know, like kind of warn Shrek of Prince Charming? You know, that's my whole problem with the whole, this entire film. Yeah, I don't know who was over read, like reading the script for Shrek 2, but shame on them because that was a big plot hole. We're not about plot holes here, but... I feel like that's movie sins. <laughs> but they go to far, far away, and obviously their uh, mom, and, Fiona's mom and dad, aren't crazy about them. But I love the pull into uh, Far, Far Away Kingdom because you see um, a Starbucks knockoff called Royal Box. I think mm-hmm. you see uh, uh, instead Burger, of Versa- Burger Queen. No, no, it's it's Prince. It's uh, it's Burger Prince or something. Burger Prince. And then they have a Versace, but it's called Verse Archery or something. Verse Archery, yeah. <laughs> and like, oh god, there's just like so many like little references inside of like just the first two minutes of that montage. It's a it's a blatant. So you know how we've been talking about how it's attacking Disney a little bit. It's also attacking conser- consumerism and a lot of the kind of the capitalistic food and drink. And corporations style, yeah. and style corporations that exist in Hollywood, particularly. I'm not clear what the message is, though. Are they saying this stuff is bad, or are they acknowledging this stuff exists? I've never been Probably. to any of those places. I, you know, I don't, I don't know anything about uh, Burger Prince, but I'm sure that they have pretty good deals there. It's, it's probably just a rich people thing. Yeah, it, that's the other thing too. Is we kept rolling our eyes because this is something that you know, like we can't ever really experience. Right, exactly. Shrek Two is really pointing out the uh, the wealth disparagement. Mm-hmm. Sad. Anyway, so we move on and they meet the parents and they're not crazy about it. Um, they end up having a dinner, which feels. Uh, weren't we thinking there was like a movie reference of sorts? Probably not, but it just feels really awkward and the parents are disappointed. Very much like uh, guess who's coming to dinner? So Fiona. Tell us about where you live. Well, Shrek owns his own land. (laughs) Don't you, honey? Oh, yes. (laughs) It's in an enchanted forest, abundant in squirrels and cute little duckies and- What? (laughs) I know you ain't talking about the swamp. Donkey, an ogre from a swamp. Oh, how original. Well, I suppose that will be a fine place to raise the children. It's a bit early to be thinking about that, isn't it? Indeed. I just started eating. Harold! What's that supposed to mean? Dad, it's great, okay? Well, for his type, yes. My type? I gotta go to the bathroom. Dinner is served. Never mind, I can hold it. But I feel like... The, I feel like Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn were a little bit more warming up to the idea. Well, of... Catherine Hepburn was the the freaking queen. <laughs> like she she was like, I just want to have a nice dinner. I just want to be okay with everything. And mm-hmm. then, you know, Spencer Tracy just like you know just giving you know Shrek the eyes, and then you know, just that this whole you know this whole thing just goes down. Right, you know? right. And then obviously the antagonist of the movie is 
the fairy godmother. Fairly or fairy? Fairy? Fairy, fairy. She's not fair at all. No, she's not fair. That's that's the part of the kind of the joke. In, yeah. In the name. Because if you want to have her services, she says it's just a teardrop away. So you have to cry. I'm not about crying. Not well. I'm a strong boy. Yeah. I, well, we won't talk about his the times that we have cried together in, mm-hmm. on this podcast. Um, but you know, going back to Shrek Two, right? Right. You know. This fairy godmother, she makes an appearance fairly early on in the film on a mm-hmm. sensual billboard, mm-hmm. you know, trying to, you know, use her services for, you know, evil, really. Right. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, we eventually get to where the, the kind of the main plot is, like, obviously they're having these these issues uh, with the marriage and that she's an ogre now and she married an ogre living in a swamp, which uh, is, I guess, a, a code word for ghetto or something. I don't... <laughs> I don't exactly know, but there's some there's some definitely some things going on um, with, with this film. Yeah, it does not feel like being an ogre is acceptable in this uh, in this movie. Uh, but obviously, fairy godmother has everything planned, and she tells Fiona's dad, um, which we never we never know what their names are. The parents, I think the mom's name is Lillian. But yeah, yeah, that sounds right. It's that's about it. Anyway, fairy godmother is with is Prince Charming's mom. Spoilers, and she wants Harold. That's his name, Harold. Harold, who is, who is John Cleese? Who yes, is a marvelous Monty Python. Yeah. Oh, okay. And uh, didn't know that. Um, uh, so fairy godmother's like, hey, like you need to fix this because my son is supposed to marry your daughter. He's all like, I don't know, maybe, but she has something over him. Um, but anyway, Shrek starts to feel like he can't be with fiona because when he's falling asleep in her bed he sees a picture of sir justin justin timberlake which above is a good reference bed. to 2004 because that's right when he was kind of going solo and right still his you know sexy self right exactly and he reads her diary and it says mrs fiona charming so shrek's like i need to get out of here um eventually he stumbles out to fairy godmother and tries to get a potion meanwhile um Harold is like going to this is where Daniel from Cobwebs is going to love it. He goes to like this seedy dark Ugh. bar that's like very gothic. We see cobwebs, fog, like in a lightning forest. in the background, like kind of really sharp edges on the like the the architecture. Yeah, skulls with candles on them. And, and then that, Captain Hook playing the piano. Captain Hook sounds By the way, I'd like to say that Captain Hook is probably the best singer in this entire film. Yeah. Um he's got this smoky voice to mm-hmm. him that like like oh, you're definitely going to a dive bar. You're definitely going to a, a you know, a, a really dangerous place and you can tell um, that it's a, it's almost like it's classy, but also at the same time really dangerous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you see a bunch of bad boys in there. Like you see, like two evil trees from old movies. Um, I think they was those are probably the trees from Evil Dead. <laughs> well, oh. and then you, yeah, Captain Hook's there, um, the headless horseman, and then he's the, drunk in that. Oh boy, he's drunk. And then you see the bartender, which is the ugly stepsister from Cinderella, yeah. who points Harold into the services of Puss in Boots. Who is arguably the Chris's, best character? Chris's favorite character. He's the best character. He's the best movie. character. Played by Antonio Banderas, he's hired as a henchman to kill Shrek while Shrek's looking for the fairy godmother. And when they in, end up meeting up, it's like the best introduction to a character ever. It's Zorro. It's Puss in Boots looking sweet. No, you got them. Now ye ogre, pray for mercy from. Puss! They would. Ooh, I'll kill that cat! Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs>
and attacking Shrek. And then Shrek and immediately disarms him yeah. almost immediately and then and then honestly, you know, you, you see Antonio Banderas use the greatest look anyone's ever given in any cinematic performance right. to try to warm the heart of of, of Shrek and it kind of works a little bit and doesn't work with, for Donkey. Right, yeah. Puss tries to look so cute. But honestly, I'm thinking about when Puss popped out of Shrek's t-shirt to oh, look like the, 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 the chest buster in, um, in Alien. <laughs> I can't Xen- believe, Xenomorph talk. Yeah, I can't believe they put that in this movie, but I love it. Anyway, they go, <laughs> they go into Fairy Godmother's <laughs> workshop and they disguise themselves as the, the guys from the Union. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, we're from the Union. And the guy's like okay and he's like have you experienced any workplace um hazards or and then he just like moves the the the, the phone line and he's like it's like actually we don't we don't have dental here. <laughs> which, is, which is a is a crime yeah um hi i'm here to see the, the fairy godmother i'm sorry she's not in jerome copy in a monte cristo now oh yes fairy godmother right away Look, she's not seeing any client today, okay? That's okay, buddy. We're from the union. The union? We represent the workers in all magical industries, both evil and benign. Oh, all right. Are you feeling at all degraded or oppressed? Uh, a little. Well, we don't even have dental. They don't even have dental. And I don't really want to get too deep into my personal life, but I've had to extend my insurance because of this whole COVID thing. That's right. Nathan wants to be a beneficiary on your dental plan. Please. And so the unions are a serious business, that's and right. that's the reason he let them go. That's right. And did you notice after the cutaway there, you go to Fairy Godmother creating a new potion, and she, she's like talking about what she's putting in there. And then she grabs a big Clorox bleach container, and it says lost in there, and she pours the whole damn bottle yeah, that's a lot of lust, dude. This is a kid's movie. Like, that's that's one of the seven deadly sins. You can't mess with a whole bottle of lust. Like, right. that's too much. Well, she explains to Shrek, though, that, you know, none of the fairy tales ever have an ogre in it. And Shrek is like, well, what? you're probably right. And then decides to steal a potion and become takes the potion and becomes beautiful. And then he decides he has to kiss Fiona because she turns into a human. Um, that she, He needs to kiss her so then they can be humans because that's what... He thinks she wants. Typical guys thinking they know what the girl wants. They're already having marital problems so early on after the honeymoon. I know. Well, Shrek had just kept, you know, when he was looking through her diary, he, he just kept seeing Prince Charming. And it's like, well, if you were, a, you know, somebody who had a stable relationship, you wouldn't find this to be a problem at all. Because guess what? This was a, a little girl writing these things. Because clearly the crayon showed that. <laughs> Unless, I don't know how old Fiona is when she wrote this, but... I can just imagine that, you know, she was a, a little younger. Yeah, how dare she have a crush on somebody before she even met me? <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway, so Fairy Godmother catches wind of this, and she just deploys her son, Prince Charming, to disguise himself as the human Shrek, while Shrek is almost coaxed into a threesome with three girls in a barn. <laughs> yeah, when he when he uh, he wakes up, well, I mean, how he got that how he got that potion? 
Um, didn't didn't uh, the king also get a potion? Yes, it's later revealed that the 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 king he was actually a frog before a king. Right, which is spoilers. I know we're jumping ahead, but you know the thing is, he was plotting with the fairy godmother to turn Fiona back into like her normal self and trying to get Prince Charming back. You know, like I guess Prince Charming as Shrek to replace him. You know, in in this. This mix up, and um, it looks like Shrek took the pill, or the the well <laughs> the, the, the vial, the vial potion, and so did so did Donkey. Yeah, and Donkey becomes a stallion, and then they end up riding into far far away, far far away, and it becomes a cover of cops. And well, that, well, before ooh, that, they yeah. were they were accepted because they're beautiful. Right, which is why you said that they woke up in a barn with mm-hmm. um, three ladies, kind of eyeing awning at shrek and uh that doesn't happen ladies and gentlemen that doesn't happen in real life. <laughs> no we don't get that we don't get it unfortunately and um actually uh it's probably for the better yes yeah it, but i just find it so interesting mm-hmm. that shrek rides into town and all the people that wanted to kill him and were disgusted with him they, they all like him now because he's a handsome human now yeah like the you remember the we didn't mention the, the kind of robin hood's merry men <laughs> who are like real angry at shrek and like to throw pitchforks and fire at them. Yeah. But they probably live in Branson. Oh. <laughs> Which, by the way, if you're not from around here, you still know what Branson is because <laughs> it's that notorious. It's the most magical place in the world. It is. Um, uh, and uh, but these these merry men, they they see Shrek's real form and they're like, okay, this guy's cool. Yeah. Like they initially give him a look. One I'm like, of Whoa. us. One of us. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. So there's a ball happening for Fiona, but she's not all about it. And the fairy godmother goes, hey, I want Prince Charming and Fiona to be together. Give her this potion because she'll fall in love with him once she kisses him. Shrek finds out about this, busts into town. um, And we get a cop segment, which feels... Way too on the nose. Very very too real. Yeah, it starts with um, them tagging... um, uh, Shrek saying he's on one white bronco, which is like, right. which is donkey, and then they pepper spray him with actual like dinner pepper spray. That's at the end of it, but like Antonio Banderas gets caught with like um, catnip. Ca- catnip, which is like weed. code for weed, and then one cop smells and goes catnip, and he goes like, "That sir is not mine." Like that's not mine. <laughs> and then dude, donkey gets tackled down, and he goes, "Police brutality! Police brutality!" Which is too real too too real it, it, it woke me back up from this really funny movie into really yeah it was too dark yeah it was like wow this is this, this is, is still good. current stuff shrek 2 is still about the fight that's what i'm impressed by it's in a comical way unfortunately uh, yeah i mean it's like we said it's 2004 it was, it was a unfortunately we we were naive and younger then yeah but now we we, we can see and we want to destroy those nights <laughs> Yeah, those 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 cop nights are, are actually. The <laughs> Do you re- remember cops? <laughs> like, oh well, I, I watched some of it, but I really didn't. I never got into that. Yeah, who TV. watched cops? <laughs> yeah, anyone Must who's anyone thing. who's listening, send Chris uh, a, an invoice. That's right. Yeah, you can send me any video links at sequelpod at gmail That's the email for this show. Anyway, so we go on to the ball and. Um, Fiona's kind of warming up to Prince Charming, but then Shrek comes um, because with the help of his friends busting him out of jail, they create a Frankenstein-like monster, Gingerbread Man, um, which they basically, it basically is like a Godzilla of sorts, and um, it goes and crashes into the castle with a, a great a great song segment of 
I need a hero. I need a hero. And it's and that's the part I remember from the movie when Everyone I was younger. Everyone remembers that. It's it's so good though, and you know like when it, it, the dance started and you know Fiona doesn't really want to be there. Prince Charming's like, oh, c- like come on, dance with me. Mm-hmm. And then Fairy Godmother takes a hold of it, she starts singing that song, mm-hmm. and then it just cuts to Shrek riding this giant Godzilla gingerbread man, <laughs> Gingy, yep. and uh, you know it's, I mean it's like such an epic. It is epic. It's so epic, and uh, you get caught up in it. Like it's it's Minas Tirith meets Godzilla. It's all of these things combined, and it's just it's definitely one of the most heartfelt film parts of the of the film. Unfortunately, the giant gingerbread monster dies, and when he dies, he goes be good, and it's so sad. I feel so sad. I wonder if it's a reference to the Goonies or something. <laughs> I don't know. If you know the reference to that, let me know, please. Anyway, so Shrek busts the ball, and they fight the fairy godmother, obviously win, and then the party gets started again. <laughs> and then the fiesta begins. Then the fiesta begins, and uh, they get a Ricky Martin um, uh, remix with Donkey and Puss in Boots, and the movie ends. It's That's Shrek 2. <laughs> that's, the, that's the best ending I could ask for. <laughs> Uh, I mean, who, who wants? Who doesn't want that kind of ending? What happens to Prince Charming? They don't show. Oh, he he, he gets the ugly stepsister with him. Yeah, and, and then gets kidnapped. Right. By the ugly stepsister, which I'm pretty sure gets talked about later in Shrek 3 and 4 or whatever. Shrek the 3rd and Shrek the final chapter? I haven't, I haven't. Where's my Shrek 5 and 6? I need a saga. They got... They got they got too many bills from all the references they had to pay for. Yeah, good lord. Why didn't... I, I'm surprised they didn't get, like, any sort of, like, you know, cease and desist. They may have, and we just didn't know about it. True. I don't know. It feels like a South Park studio. <laughs> there might be some... Yeah, there might be some uh, some deep references. As I, the older I get, the more... Uh, the more I, I am moved by a film like this. Yeah. You know, and... You own it on Blu-ray. You well, had the intention of watching it again at some point. It's the Blu-ray DVD combo pack, which suggests Is this OOP? Is this out of print? It probably is. It's probably one of the older versions. Um, and uh, it's definitely a blast from the past. I'll tell you what. Huh. Oh, well. Yeah, dude, this is a star-studded cast. Really great film. Um, I've been wanting to talk about Shrek 2 for a while because... It's such a big part of my childhood. I mean, do you remember growing up with Shrek and liking it? Oh yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think Shrek, like I said earlier, was definitely a part of my 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 childhood growing up and my adolescent years. And uh, you know, I've I've grown up past it a little bit, but I've also respected for like you know the the memories I have attached to it. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's a little bit more dated than i'd like but i still enjoy it like this is a movie i want to get drunk and watch with my friends in the background and then when i need a hero comes on start blasting it oh goodness yeah Yeah. um the other thing about shrek too is like i mean remember when shrek was kind of like dying and then shrek is love shrek is life the youtube video came out (laughs) it saved this franchise (laughs) it saved the franchise i think shrek 2 was the ultimate last breath of Shrek, unfortunately. Right. I think if you want to make a sequel and you want it to stand out in a good way, I think you got to make things advance after the original story because the original story ends and you could definitely think like it's a standalone movie. It's good. But the sequel has legitimate good reason to exist. 
they're married. You want to know more about their marriage? So let's meet the parents. You know, like it makes sense. Like that formula works. It progresses the story. They refine their love. It's kind of cute. You know, we get um, a new character in Puss in Boots. Right, you get new cool characters. But the bad, the, I mean, there's the nothing Prince bad Charming about too. the original. Yeah, and you get nothing bad about the original characters too. And it just, it's good. It's fun. Um, it stands out. That's how you do a good sequel, baby. You know, like. Yeah. I, I, I don't think, like, it does anything crazy like Shrek goes to Mars or, or you know, Shrek. You know, they're not like some of these crazy sequels, which we will be talking about because I do adore them. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying if you want to have a legitimately good sequel that people will revere for years to come, Shrek 2 is a good prototype to follow. Yeah, Shrek 2 just continues with, like like Chris said, it, just, it continues with a, a story that it doesn't really fall too far from the tree but it just adds those elements perfectly and it kind of just makes it uh, a little bit more fresh you know speaking of fresh you know this film was certified fresh Ooh, on rotten tomatoes yes sir the ultimate form of film criticism yes i'm validated by rotten tomatoes because that's an 89 percent but a 62 percent uh you know consume customer review not critic or the audience rating audience rating yeah mm. Well, the critics... Wait, the critics are at 89 or... Critics are at 89? Yeah! <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? That's amazing. That's That just shows everyone... Hey, every, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening to this right now, you heard it right. The critics are a fan of this film. The audience are a little bit sour. And that, my friends, I think is, you know, the, the piece in the mud cake pie from this film that I think you need to take home is that this is actually a, a critically you know revered film. I think maybe some people weren't smart enough or ready for Shrek 2 yet, but it aged like fine wine. And then occasionally, occasional sips, you know, felt a little <laughs> sour, but you know, for the most part, the wine was good. Yeah, yeah, wine, wine was very good. Yeah, I had some rosé. What did you have? Uh, I had, ooh, white Zinfandel. Ah. It's from Aldi. It's $2. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mine was a gift but we sipped this and watched shrek 2 and pointed out references like it was um leonardo dicaprio once upon a time in hollywood pointing to the tv it was great stuff Ugh, it was great stuff man yeah nathan um if people liked your voice and they want to see you in person where can they find you they can find me over at nathan jones on youtube and if you want i say this every time but if you want to try to find me, you probably should type in Nathan Jones Movie Reviewer or Nathan Jones Movie Review because that's um, what I'll uh, my face will pop up. Otherwise, you will see the Australian wrestler from the WWE, uh, former WWE wrestler, also the man in the movies Troy uh, mm-hmm. and also Mad Max Fury Road. But that's not me. I'm not the bald, um, really <laughs> muscular guy. That's that's not me. I, I'm I'm a bearded boy, and you know. But you can find me there, and then you can also find me on on. Uh, letterbox dr jones 23 i can't wait to see your letterbox review and rating for shrek 2 i know you're gonna lower it rate rated lower just because it didn't have any smash mouth music in it you know i was waiting for smash mouth in fact uh i don't even think in the interactive dvd menu when they do the american idol version of this i don't think there's any smash mouth involved which there is, is not a shame because they got a little bit more money they could afford more than just smash mouth they could they could i just uh I'm trying to remember all the film, like the the references from the songs. From- Love ska. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, thank you all for listening. This has been a really fun episode. Um, can't wait to do more with Nathan on here. 
Um, if you like this episode of Shrek 2, I really recommend you listen to um, our previous episodes, which were on Alien Covenant and on Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, links to those down below. You can follow us here um, on Twitter at the Sequel Podcast. Uh, you can email the show at sequelpod.com. Um, we are also on Spotify and working on the iTunes because, you know, Apple, man, they love to make things hard. Anyway, uh, my name's Chris. Thank you all for listening. And remember, if you don't love sequel films, I really ask, do you really like movies? I'll let you figure that out. Anyway, till next time. See ya. <laughs>